fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. All right, folks, here we go. Champ and the Chump, Fantasy Dump. How we feeling today, Mish? Oh, we good, man. Got the first draft out of the way for the season. We ready, man. We ready. I think my draft was like Chris Berman at a home run. Back, 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 back. He's gone. I knocked it out of the park, folks. I think the Chump is has a new name. Oh, what's the new name? I don't know yet. We'll okay. still figure it out. Come back next week. It's early in the season, man. <laughs> I don't know yet. All right, let's just, I want to get into it. We'll talk about our draft a little bit, but there's been some big news last couple days. Um, first big shocker this morning was Leonardo da Vinci for net gets released. He couldn't even get a trade. Bro, he couldn't even get like a seventh round or some shit they were saying. That's some bullshit too on that coach from calling shit out like that. Like, yeah. uh, just release his ass. Right, you ain't got to put that out there. But which it's interesting. I don't know what team do you think is in the running for him. Like, who do you think is going to get Leo Fournette? I don't know, man. So Cause I, he's, I got him in my dynasty, so it's like it hurts a little bit. Cause I was like, all right, well he's gonna feed it. Now he's gonna be in probably in a dual back system where it's like I don't know how many reps he's gonna get. Right. Yeah. There's not really a team that's like needing a running back right now. Uh, my first thoughts were I think everyone kind of linked him to the the Buccaneers a little bit, but I don't know if he kind of fits that mold or not. And then I was thinking the Bears as well with the Montgomery injury and then Cohen being the only other back. Like their third back is like Ryan Nall or some some weird name. I don't even know who it is. So Yeah, some people picked him up in our dynasty. Yeah, maybe if Montgomery's not going to be ready or if they just want to add another back there, they might do it. But uh, I saw some people say the Steelers. I don't know. I think that they got too many running backs there already. So I, I honestly have no idea where this dude's going to go. I think you have – it on point with the Bears. I mean, he reminds me of a Jay Howard, uh, and I think he fits the bill. I think they were kicking themselves by trading uh, Jordan Howard or letting him go. Um, I forgot what it was, a trade or a let go. But um, Leo Fournette would jump right in there and fit it perfectly with Montgomery injured. And I, just, I don't know, like, because a lot of these teams already invested in these younger running backs. And why would they put, you know, their confidence into the blender when bringing in a workhorse like leo who is kind of like a better i don't like he is better with a lot of reps he's a plotter dude that's how i he's yeah he's nothing special he's not i mean for as good as he was at lsu and in college he just man just hasn't really translated to the nfl like he's a good one two down running back don't get me wrong but he just that explosion isn't there anymore yeah i mean yeah he's like a god i I don't don't even know what to like (laughs) I mean, I think it's like Jordan Howard, like you said, he's a one-two yeah. down guy. You know, he's not going to beat out there on third. And last year, he caught those seventy some passes, which was I want to say I heard on some podcast over the weekend it was like fifty or sixty of those catches were when the Jaguars were down by more than seven points. So wow. it's just all like checkdowns, end of game type stuff. So that's not really his role. Definitely not his role. And but I mean, it does kind of show on film that he could catch the rock. And I mean, the only team that likes pass catching running backs more than. Um, 
I got. I mean, is the number one team is Patriots. Could they think about getting him? I know they have a shit ton of running backs right now, but I mean, they're getting all these guys that want to, you know, win. You know, Cam Newton getting a million dollar deal. So if Leo wants that for a year, I mean, what what's that to him? Right. Yeah, I guess that would come down to like Sony's health or Lamar Miller's health. Maybe Damian Harris isn't as good as advertised, even though he's been getting a lot of hype. You know, because or what about okay, going into this now. You have Elvin Calamari Camara, who is doing unexcused absences like his damn in high school. What the hell, bro? <laughs> right. Where's your mom at, man? Get a call Come in. Come on. Oh, he's sick today. He ain't feeling right. No, nah, yeah. Some, some, I think it's like flu bug or something going around. <laughs> right, yeah. So he's been sitting out, what they said, three days or so. Supposedly contract related, not confirmed. But, I mean, unexcused absence. What else could it be, really? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean... Hey, you know this is going to happen. This next year has so many running backs in the free agent market. Mm-hmm. But with the COVID, as the cap is going to get not going to go anywhere. So these guys are going to get – they're not going to get broke off like they think that, they thought they were. Yeah, I think Saints got to lock down Kamara for a little bit, you know. Like, is their number one running back? Latavius Murray's not the future. You get rid of Kamara, you have to go get another guy. And who are you going to get that's going to be better than Kamara? I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, do they bring Leo in too? The little two-headed monster? Yeah. You know, they get them on the low. I know. That's probably, I mean, looking back, that's probably why nobody wanted to give up anything for Leo because I think it, his contract was like four mil or something for this year. I don't think anyone wants to pay him $4 million. Dude, Kamara is uh, two mil, 2.1 or something like that. He's uh, cheap. That rookie deal, man. You drafted late, you ain't getting paid. Crazy, crazy. Um, any other news, man? So we got Elvin uh, Calamari's not doing good. Leo's trying to find a team. Devontae Freeman's still out there. The running back position is a little it's goofy. There's a lot of juice, but a lot of juice is already on the roster, and it's always just like you said before. It's not how you draft them. It's it the midseason moves because these groins, these hammies, these, yep. these this COVID is just going to be in play the entire year, and especially in the running back position where you got to be under P's and Q's. This morning we had some people that were sleeping in. They didn't pick up the backups for Jacksonville, and – it's just going to hurt. You know, it's going to be a long year for these guys that, you know, hit the snooze button two or three times. <laughs> I feel that, man. You already know I was up and got my scoop in. Yeah, you got what you got? Armstead or whatever uh, his name yeah, is? Yeah, I picked up Armstead over Thompson. I, was, I don't know. I don't I don't think either one would probably come out to be much. Just being a Jags are probably going to be a, one of the worst teams in the league. It's not going to be a good high-scoring offense, so having a running back there, it's whatever. You know, maybe we can get some points out of him here or there, but we'll see. It's just a weird season, and I think Leo's kind of just caught. He's a weird running back to begin with, and like with um, I am, he's Akuna, what's the guy's name that's there too? There's Chris Thompson, Armstead, and then. Oh, it's like a Zigbo or a Ziggo or something? That I guy. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> so it's like they're tanking. But they have a quarterback like uh, I would say like Fitzpatrick, where he's he's a gamer, dude. I don't mm-hmm. like it's gonna be interesting to see because you can. I mean, obviously they just trade away their DN guy who doesn't want to be there. Jalen Ramsey didn't want to be there. Every guy that they've drafted in the last five, six, seven years is already off the squad. It's crazy. I don't know what their culture is, but it's not it's not looking good for people that want to go there or you know to rebuild anyways yeah it's weird it's like they're trying to like do a better culture in there and stuff but you still got the same coach that ain't doing shit for you so why not change that culture you know bring someone in that wants to win like doesn't seem like he wants to win and he's just talking shit about a running back who actually showed i mean he he was there last like if he scored eight touchdowns it would he's a top 10 top eight running back last year in fantasy he's just scored what two touchdowns last year yeah he just and then you go talk shit on his way out like 
he provided some juice for you, and you're just, you know, giving him a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, yeah, we couldn't even get a fifth or sixth round for him, so we just released him. Like, fuck off. Well, that's what you get for drafting a running back at number four overall when your quarterback is Blake Bortles. So, yep, that's what right. you get, Jacksonville. That's why you're at the bottom of the league. Exactly, boob. They got some GMs in our group, just like my man out there in Jacksonville. <laughs> All right, dude, let's get to it, dude. I'm already, I'm already excited about it. Um, <laughs> our, our, our golfing didn't go as planned. Ooh, tough breaks, tough breaks. Our side of the bracket, we got our ass bent over and uh, tapped, if you'd like to say it. Uh, but what was all this was built up for was the draft. We had the mocks done. We had the juices flowing. We had some people had too much juice and became a zombie during it, but Uh-oh. it's okay. We 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 put out these before these rules, and some people broke them, and that's just what they got to live with. They got to live with Bears wide receivers. They got to live with uh, Minshew as their quarterback. I mean, there's just people out there that just break rules, and that's fine. They're there to be broken, and we'll get past that. But let's go to our draft. This is you and me. Champ in the chump, fantasy dump. You are the champ for a reason, but you suck at draft day, and you know that you do, which is fine. You're honest about it, but you do. You're like a chess man. You manipulate people into thinking that there's better people that are in your roster than their roster, and so on and so forth. You are a chess master in this. But how do you think you went on your mo- on your uh, draft day? How do you think you went on your entirety of your draft? I think you did pretty well for what you had, but let's hear it from you. Come on. Uh, yeah, I think you kind of put it perfectly there uh, you know i'm not the best drafter i always kind of draft with emotions type thing you know i just get into it too much and i want that reaction or so so I'll, uh coming into this year you know i didn't have a third round pick and my fifth round pick i didn't have that as well but i had two sixth rounds and two eighth rounds so i wasn't totally out of it but i just came in i wanted to try to grab some safer guys you know in the early because i wanted to have a lineup for week one and you know recent years and stuff i always I always seem to just get too many running backs or something. And, you know, I'm scratching and clawing to find that wide receiver two or wide receiver three. So I was just taking best available pretty much when it came up to my turn. And being at the turn like I was at the 12 slot, I wasn't able to, you know, like anticipate who was going to be there next time. So I was just grabbing my dudes, grabbing some safe players, just getting a lineup for week one. I think that's smart. I think that's smart. And, I mean, I think you had some steals. You had some guys that it's a big fantasy. These are the guys that – you know, get on the radar from the, the year previous. You have the Drake and Miles Sanders connection that this year is um it's a huge these guys are popular this year. These guys are like the 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 new new girls and you know new new girls in town type deal. Like they were like, you know, they they had to come up, you know, they had to glow up from this the summer and now they're in here. Let's see if they can ball. Let's see if they can get it. I think one of one of the two of those is gonna be Duddy. Duddy? You don't like one of them? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying I like them right now. I'm just saying in previous oh, years yeah, or yeah. these type of guys where like you expect them to have their breakout and they just don't. Mm-hmm. I hope not because I like both of them, but um, we'll see. But again, it doesn't matter who you draft because you always manipulate people anyway. So I don't really. Oh, strong word, strong word. If you were like you, I would even trust you if you were like on Survivor or Big Brother because you that you that guy that does these alliance bullshit. I like to finesse them. Finesse is a better word. Manipulates a little strong for me. All right, come on, now. <laughs> let me get the yeah, finesse. 
finesse. You finesse. All right, yeah, get that finger roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like those are my two guys. I I do like. Um, previously I was you know my breakout. Um. Was Ty? I had him in there as my uh, guy. Bounce you back. picked him up, bounce back. Um, Kelvin Ridley again is a guy that's been thrown around. It's like he's gonna have a breakout year. You got a team. It it it's make or break for a lot of these guys. I think you have a team with a lot of potential. Um, potential doesn't always correlate towards wins, but we'll see. Right. Yeah, so break it down a little bit. So I had the the twelve and thirteenth pick, and I went Sanders and Drake. Um. It had, I think it was, yeah, nine running backs in front of me, or maybe ten. Yeah. No, yeah, nine, nine running backs went in front of me, and then Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams went as well. So, I mean, it was it really came down to Sanders, Drake, or Jacobs for me at that spot. And I ended up going Sanders and Drake. Uh, I just think they got more three-down skill sets going for them and roles going for them the way that the Raiders offseason is going their moves and stuff is just not suggesting that Jacobs is going to get those 30 40 50 catches that they're saying so I want Sanders and Drake maybe a little bit better uh, offensive teams in my opinion as well so I wanted to get better running backs on a better team there over Jacobs and I, I just I knew coming in I had to go running back running back just the way the draft without having that third round pick and only having yeah. three picks until the first pick in the sixth round was going to be my fourth overall pick I just couldn't lock myself into you know having to take a running back at my fourth round pick there because lo and behold there was no I mean it would have been David Johnson or Jonathan Taylor Mark Ingram those are the guys that went around that pick and I wasn't ready to to lock those in as my running back twos maybe my flex or whatnot so I went Ridley over those guys there by uh third pick I felt I felt good about my first three picks I like those I mean with the wide receiver depth this year too you had to do that especially with all the running backs going before you um and like I said before these guys are the heli potential dudes these guys can be the best fantasy running back in the game. I mean, what's to say they can't? Like, what's to say Miles Sanders or Drake can't pull together C-Mac type of numbers because of the offense they're running, especially uh, Drake? And But with Miles Sanders as the lone running back one now on their squad, yeah, they got Boston Scott, who's a gadget 5'5 running back. I don't think – I don't put a lot of juice on him. I think my, it's a Miles Sanders show, and I think with Kenyon Drake, you have Edmonds there, but – the same thing. I think they're putting a lot of responsibility, a lot of uh, pressure on these two guys to ball out, and you picked them. Let's see if they can do it. Yes, sir. I was pissed about the chump over here sniping me. He So he had my third-round pick. He had the 312 pick, and James Conner was his pick there at 312. I was getting excited Ooh. that my man James Conner was going to fall to me there at the top of the fourth round. And I was going to be able to start with three solid running backs. But you just had to go and take them, didn't you? Oh, I went running back heavy. It was what, I didn't... your fifth running back already? That was my number five. And I was oh. like, I didn't expect James Conner to be there. And there, I, like I said, there was a big gap between that, in my opinion. And I was like, yo, I got to take him here. It hurt. And I took him. And I knew you liked him, so I was like, let me get him from your bitch ass. Yeah, that one hurt to see that one go, but... We made the most of it, you know. I came back in the, the six, like you said, with T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I think he, he's probably the wide receiver one in Indy. You know, I don't know. They don't, don't really have like a, they, you know, there's not a Julio Jones. There's not a Michael Thomas there in Indy. But T.Y. should be the number one target there, being that Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman are both younger guys. They're still trying to make a name for themselves. They just got to stay healthy out there. You know, he had the issues last year. But I went uh, T.Y. there in the my first pick in the sixth, and then my second pick in the sixth, I picked Jarvis Landry, which you were kind of giving me a little shit about. You didn't think, uh, you think uh, I got a little crush on Jarvis, huh? 
You do. I feel like you pick him up all the time. Jarvis is your guy, which he is a reception, you know, machine. He's a, you know, he catches the rock. I don't, this year kind of is worried. I don't, but he seems healthy. Like, I don't, like, he came in off that hip injury last year. He, and these, like you said, these guys are falling in the sixth round. And what's to say he's not the, I mean, the Robert Woods of his team. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, Landry's, he's about one of the most consistent receivers we've seen over the last four or five, six years. Like he's been between, in full PPR, he's been between receiver five and 18 for the last five years consistently yeah. you, know, you know he's he's not going to be that that five one that's heavy ppr you know standard he was 14 so it was a lot of uh receptions that year but he's not going to be the wide receiver one you know he's not going to be a michael thomas Devontae adams type but he's gonna every week he's gonna put up catches he's gonna put up yards and throw some touchdowns in there and that's why i kind of needed the, the way this team was just going i just needed points on my team week one to have a full roster I'm with you on that. I get where you were going just because of the amount of juice that a lot of people had because the amount of picks they had in the first oh. five to six rounds. It was a bloodbath. It was and that's, wild. It was nasty. And the only so the only it was between Landry and my guy Hollywood Brown there in the end of the six, who actually went two picks later. Um, so obviously, I think Brown's got a little more upside than Landry. You know, he might be able to win me a week compared to Landry's just going to post that 10 to 12 points, whatnot. You know, Brown's got that speed, he could bust a big one. But like I was saying, man, I just had to go safe with this one. Yeah, that's a safer pick, um, especially with what you needed in the wide receiver core. That's the best bet for you, I believe. You uh, made the right decision, but that's cool. I mean, Hollywood Brown, Juice, I mean, depend. they're both cool nicknames, so. Who gives a shit? Anybody else want to talk about in your squad? Because you did get Scam Newton. I did. Got Scam. Golly. Scam in the 13th. 13th round. Got my guy, Cam Newton, starting quarterback. And then he was the only one I drafted. Um, I then recently I did pick up Jared Goff. Someone had dropped, or I think drafted him and then dropped him or something. I scooped him up. I just wanted to uh, just have some, a second quarterback on the roster for now. Yeah. Just, you know, COVID and then Cam health issues is he's starter i believe he's healthy i believe he's a starter that's why you know that's why i'm ready to start in week one against miami but just for insurance purposes and then same with tight ends man i've got two tight ends in this draft grab hayden hurst in the eighth round and then noah fant fell to the 12th round which i thought was a little far for him to fall so I was, too I was, many miles to feed yep i mean there's a lot going on in denver especially for uh basically a first year quarterback in drew lock you know he only had those five games last year it was basically his first full year, but I thought he's a nice little scoop there in the 12th. So I got uh, I got options at tight end. I got Hurst and Fant. You know, we'll probably go Hurst most weeks just for the stability. But you know, Fant starts popping off, we might see some. Yep. I mean, again, you got you got heli potential, man. Potential. This is a big year for your your team, the people you drafted. This is their make or break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then my other running backs. Just to, I didn't. I mean, I'm pretty light on the running back front besides Sanders and Drake I just got Tevin Coleman and Zach Moss the rookie from Buffalo and I don't know I'm hearing good things about my man Moss Moss has been getting talked up a little bit saying that he might get uh, a bigger role than expected you know Singletary saw was having some fumbling issues in camp I hate to see it um, and then Moss is getting praised for his passing down work and whatnot and that was kind of the thought early on was that Moss was going to be that early down guy and then Singletary was going to kind of be the third down, you know, the, the lightning to Moss's thunder type. 
But who, who knows? You know, Moss, Moss might come out and just take the job right out. You never know. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Like you said. Shit. I mean, yeah. for the amount of player, the amount of t- uh, draft picks you had, your team is solid. It's solid as hell. I can't complain. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the way it turned out. You know, it's nothing special. It's definitely not something that's going to blow anybody away. But that's your drafts, though, dude. Your drafts are always just I got a, I got an A on my report card from Yahoo. So, yeah. I mean, that pretty much means that I'm going to come in last place. Yeah, that's not a good sign. It's Definitely not, not, it's not good, good when Yahoo likes your draft. Mm-mm. No, sir. All right, dude, let's talk. Anybody else you want to talk about in your squad? Uh, Not really. I mean, I grabbed C.D. Lamb, grabbed Mike Williams. Um, Who's just, out yeah. for a month already. Good old, good old big Mike. Just some wide receiver. Uh, just when I talk about them, bounce back players, they just go out and break their shoulder again. Like, come on, man. I, I compared him to Siege. I compared him to Kelvin Johnson, and then the next day out on practice, he goes and breaks his shoulder. I did. I was watching uh, a little bit of some highlights from the Chargers camp, though. He was going up and getting on 50-50 balls with ease, though. Like, the corners had no chance. He's big, man. I like his style. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay healthy, though. Gotta stay healthy. All right, let's go over to the, the chump squad here because, you know, mine was definitely the safe, you know, just getting a roster put together with the missing the picks. Well, we got the chump over here. He had the first round, two second rounds, three third rounds, two fourth rounds, and a fifth. Tell the folks what you put together Yikes. over there, man. That's a lot of heat. All right, folks. I mean, I'm in the batter's box. Chris Berman on the call. I get a hold of that one, and then back, 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 gone. Woo! C-Mac, first pick in the draft. Christian McCaffrey, easy money. I mean, he's the number one fantasy option. You can't say Saquad at all. It's definitely C-Mac himself. You know what I mean? I had to go grab him. I mean, that's it. And that just led on to what I was doing. And... He was the pawn in my chess match. Everybody, they had no clue what I was going to do next. And so then when I get to see what I can get, what would I do? I went five running backs. What was it, the first three rounds? First three rounds. Yep. So I so I went Christian McCaffrey. And then little guy, little gadget guy who had a hell of a year last year, Austin Eckler came to me. Great frat boy name. I don't like it, but Austin Eckler and Christian. Austin and Christian. It's a good, solid <laughs> group right there. But then again, I had Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was falling. People are sleeping on Aaron Jones this year. I'm picking them up. My running backs are a Swiss Army knife. All of them. They can run. They can pass. They can catch. They can kick. They can even return punts if they want to do. I mean, they can do everything on the football field. Um, That's why I picked them all up. You have Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, and James Conner. God damn it, who's my bench running back? Chris Carson. I mean, who put that top five up compared to anybody else in this fantasy? Even the people that had four picks in the first two four first round picks, they don't got that juice in the running back field. I'm telling you, I have so much juice. It's I might die of what is that called when you drink too much? Uh drowning? Yes, that's it. Drowning. I might drown on the juice for my running back. Drowning boy. from the juice. I feel it. All right. So you get. I hear you. These are my running backs. These guys are Swiss Army knives. I just told you that. Um, why I picked them all. Austin Eckler. I think any running back with a rookie uh, quarterback or Tyrod Taylor, he's gonna has a chance to juice. Yeah, he might not run through the tackles as much. Um, but what's coming out of camp? Josh Jackson, of course, ain't doing much. Which I picked him up as my handcuff. Um, Josh Kelly. There is oh, there is only one there, and it's Austin Eckler. He's gonna be the guy. I like the I like the Eckler pick a lot. Surprised he fell that. You know, it went. We had a lot of receivers go right before that. Receivers and tight ends go before Eckler. I thought Eckler would go a little earlier. Yeah, and 
Uh, it is what it is. I had when they fall, I catch. Yes, sir. This was another other one though. It's Aaron Jones. I've never. I don't think of. He's been falling to me in some of my mocks. I pick him up every once in a while. I don't know about this season. Um, obviously, I think it's gonna be regression from the the season he had last year. But that's in the bag. That he has that in his repertoire. That amount of touchdowns. He can. He that's his standard now. So if he wants to, he has to get to that standard again. Even if it's a little bit of regression, that's a hell of a, a, a regression or a hell of a standard for me to pick him up as my running back three. He was there. I'm scooping him up. I mean, what? There's no, there's no argument. There's no nothing about that. He's gonna have a hell of a year. I mean, maybe next year AJ Dillon might be an issue, but right now he's not. And I think he's gonna be a plug anyways. But they talk about how big his legs are, whatever. Whatever. You look good, you know, in shorts. Cool. Just like every other football player, that's not an offensive lineman. Exactly. Like you said before, I got another guy in my flex. This ex- extra flex position is going to be so juice because so I got juicy. Aaron Jones and James Conner. Um, like you said, James Conner could be a running back one. We've said this before in our last episode. We like him a lot. I have nothing else to say. He fought cancer. He's going to fight back over little aches and pains all damn day. This is his contract year. He needs a big year. I think there's a lot of potential for him to be a breakout stud in that I think he could be a running back top five position right there running back five would be delightful in my running back four yeah. i picked him up my running back four running back and then five. again you picked him up fifth yeah so who i put on my bench right now who i just be picking up i love him he's just the workhorse and it's chris carson i mean seattle running back that's all i gotta say starting seattle running back that's it cut and dry that's it that's all i gotta say they've had marshawn lynch forever now they got chris carson there He's going to be a stud. He had some family issues. He's back on the field. I'd like to see that. Yeah, so so talk to me about that right there because at the end of the second is where you got, for your picks, you got 2-12 and 3-1. You got Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. And then the next pick was Todd Gurley. So me yeah. being, you know, Todd Gurley's president of the fan club, I would have went Todd Gurley, but that's just me, you know, personally. I think obviously a little bias in there. But talk to me why you went Carson and Jones over Gurley. Um, I wanted a, I don't want to say it like a, a legit, but I wanted an in between the tackles running back. I think I had a lot of pass catching running backs. Okay. Um, with Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler. Yep. I just I wanted somebody else that might get a little bit more touches in the running back position. Obviously not Christian McCaffrey, but like an Austin Eckler or even Aaron Jones. What it was debatable what was going on. So my thought process would get like a solid between the tackles running back who I know is going to get the ball a lot. And I might put him into um, my starting role. If even if one of those little guys gets injured, I mean, these guys aren't big who I picked up in James Conner and Austin Eckler, which Austin Eckler was, uh, is, it is scary, but James Conner picked up after Chris Carson, but just having Chris Carson there, who I know is a workhorse guy. I like that. Um, and again, Todd Gurley, He's bit me before, and I, and if I have him on my team, right, you know, if I drafted him, I'm probably to trade him to you, you know, week four. So hey. I don't give a fuck. I don't want him on my team. It's too much pressure. I may or I may not have already sent a trade for Todd Gurley, but we, you know, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I like that that reasoning behind that because when you were up and you uh, went up and got Carson Jones instead of Gurley, I was like, what's he doing? And then you kind of like mentioned a little early or a little later saying like a little bit regret, but I, I think that was just in the heat of the, because Gurley went the next pick. You were like, oh damn, you know, like it's when you're between two guys and then you pick one and then that next guy goes to pick after you. You're like, damn, I should have took him instead, but. It's definitely a sexier pick to pick Todd Gurley. And, I'm not, and that's not to say he's not going to have a great year. Um, It's just, yeah, I don't, I've been a, 
I have Carson in my other leagues, and I just I like him as a running back, and I think he's a solid guy. Where I don't, he's a set it and forget it guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes Todd Gurley, this past Grant, it's a different team, so it's kind of another risky. We're like, what, how they're going to use him? Hopefully, oh, yeah. use him better than they did last year for the Rams. But um, just that uncertainty of his knees, I guess, uh, was in the back of my mind as well. So um, yeah. I like Chris Carson. Like Maybe his, yeah. I don't know. Wolf, don't don't put this. Tied girly seed in my brain anymore. I'm already over it. I gotta get you flustered somehow when we go through this fucking stacked roster here. Oh, right, so that's it. So I went five running backs, but I did put a wide receiver in that mix as well with my cluster of first, second, and third round picks. DJ Moore was my first wide receiver I took. And we've talked about this, I think, I know the past episode, whatever. You've been big on him for a while. I just turned to DJ Moreland, and I am I'm pumped for it. I think this year they might get and I think their their Vegas is five and a half games, which is great. So that means they're going to be down a lot. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw the fucking ball all the time. And DJ Moore is their number one, and he might get maybe obviously not the same amount, but he gets the same same ball game, same same arena, same same uh row as Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think what you did with your receivers was nice. I mean, spoiler the next few picks, but you got DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen. I mean, hogs. They're hogs. Those are just three target hogs right there. Like last year, 135, 139, 149 targets each. And that's what I went through after I had those uh, running backs. Because those running backs are good. There is a little injury issue with some of them. So I went with the guys who I like the reception guys. I like Mm -hmm. the guys who get the amount of targets. I like the hogs they get. And then on the back end of my, you know, I'll get the risky guys. Like I said, I'll get the physical freak like DK Metcalf that came to me. I picked his ass up as well. And uh, Justin Jefferson and Michael Pittman are the rookie guys that I picked up that I think have a breakout ability if I'm in a bye week and they might be their – the how talented they are get along you know 40 yard touchdown pass to him you know what i mean so like yep. i don't need them but having those reception hogs those, those pass catching hogs that are getting double digit reception at least targets uh i'm happy as hell with that i and that's i think all three maybe even four dk i don't know how their offense is gonna look this year but i'll put him on the bench until i figure it out he might make the cut um but i'm a big bobby trees dj moore keenan allen type dude with you know, set it and forget it type shit. They're going to get their targets, and they're going to get some, you know, they're going to get their catches. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like what you put together there. And definitely, you definitely went with the, uh, you know, the, what am I trying to say here? The, the guys that you said got the receptions, and then those three guys, the Metcalf, Jefferson, and Pittman, that can blow up and just have big games and big seasons. But you don't yeah. you don't need them to because you have the other guys that are going to be there every week. No, and those guys fell pretty hard. Too. I mean, like, Pittman usually is on the bottom of my picks anyways, but mm-hmm. I, fig- I figured they would be a little bit Justin Jefferson I thought was going to be a little bit juicier than he fell to me I was like all right I'll take him like I don't know but again what how our draft there's so many picks there's not that many that people had to pick needs you know they don't have fill roster space with what they ha- I mean there's so many picks in the first three or four rounds on four teams three mm-hmm. teams I think it was it was crazy so like the bottom feeders had to fill their roster with adequate amount like you did like you had to fill out like all right I had to pick Jarvis Landry here because mm-hmm. I need to have points in the first four weeks because I don't know who's going to be injured and I can't make my moves yet till you know, after that first quarter of the season, possibly. Um, Me, I, yeah, I'm, I'm personally starting four receivers right now, like two in my flex yeah. and the two starters. And usually I'm like trying to start running back in my flex as much as I can. I just didn't have the ability to do that because of so many traded picks and whatnot. 
with those early picks, everybody was just snagging running backs as quick as possible. Yeah, and that's and that's how I figured a lot of people do in our league, and that's why I jumped on. I kind of have a – I think we have a pulse of how people draft now. Mm-hmm. Some people obviously are uh, still befuddle me, like their picks. <laughs> it's crazy to me. It's uh, – yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's – this is the third year we've done a live in-person draft, and every year I feel like I get questioned at the draft. Is this going to be online? Is is there a list of players? And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, this is the third year. Like, nothing's changed since last year. Nothing's changed since the first year. Like, you, you got to know. You got to come prepared, you know? We talked about it on our on our draft tips and whatnot. Like, you got to come prepared for the draft. You got to be ready to draft. And exactly. It's, it's, it, it's wild to me that some people just go and just wing it. But Nuts. Like, not my investments there. And, like, Antonio Brown got picked up in our draft. <laughs> like, what, that's just all you got to say. It's like. That's just when you run out of players you recognize. <laughs> exactly. That's for people that don't do the research, man. All right. I And then I picked my tight end was, uh, I only have one, which. You, you know how we think about tight ends already, it's whatever. Um, I I picked late on my tight end, so there wasn't much, but I had potential, I think. I don't remember what round I picked my tight end, but Jonu Smith. 11th. So then I picked Jonu Smith over a Fant, then. That's, I think it was. Fant, I, Hurst was gone by that time, I believe. Yeah, I took Hurst in round eight. I took him a little early. Yeah, okay. So Jonu Smith, who has, uh, I picked Jonu Smith before. I think he's a juicy guy. I also pick on tight ends on their team philosophy. You know, like um, they had Delaney Walker there for a decade, and they just kind of passed the torch now to Jonu Smith, who Delaney Walker was a set-it-and-forget-it type tight end. Yeah, he's not going to win you the league, but you don't need a tight end to win you the league unless you're, you know, Kelsey or Kittle and Ertz. Um, so Jonu Smith will be a solid middle-of-the-pack tight end, and I could pick him up in the 12th round. I'm happy as hell for that. I was kind of – that was one uh, surprising thing I had about your job. Just because you had so many picks early on, I thought you would maybe grab uh, – you didn't have a chance at Kelsey or Kittle. They got snagged before your second pick. But like a Mark Andrews or like a Zach Ertz, I thought you might snag one of those. Just take advantage of the earlier picks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then I think we I talked myself out of the high tight end picks because mm-hmm. – with those, I feel like a James Conner, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, their risk, like in my ballpark, a risk of those guys comparative to, let's say, um, Evan Ingram or, uh, um, God, what the fuck? Darren, who I had, Waller. Who I, Darren Waller. Like those guys, I think the risk for getting a DJ Moore is, and Aaron Jones is way less than getting a, a tight end who... I don't. They're not gonna win you the league. I'm sorry, unless you're Kelsey, dude, who's a fucking monster hog. They're not gonna win you the league, and I'm I'm happy with just getting a a, a tenth to a fourteenth round tight end who could have a breakout year. I mean, he's got the left profile to do it. He, who knows? I mean, he could be number two on target to, uh, in Tennessee. They don't really have. Much, That's what I'm saying. They, don't they have got much nobody. Corey Davis. They got bust. You know, someone drafted him. Someone drafted Corey Davis, bro. That's <laughs> he what we're saying. Get drafted, didn't he? Why am I the chub? Why am I getting 11th out of 12th place? These guys are getting Antonio Brown and Corey Davis. And I'm over here losing to these clowns. Oh. Oh, man, Corey Davis in the tenth round. You gotta, you, know, you gotta love it. Dude almost got cut. Dude, he's a okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, we have some weird picks. I mean, you like you highlighted. You know, Corey Davis got picked. Antonio Brown got picked. Um, the one I was, that kind of I was kind of annoyed at because I wanted him. It was Kareem Hunt went first pick in the fifth round. That's that's a little early to, to I've seen like you know on ADPs and whatnot and mock drafts. But uh, coming from the guy who took him, that was his first pick of the draft. Was his first pick in the fifth round. So I mean that's 
I mean, it was a good pick for him. That's what I for how bad of picks he had. I the guy that got is literally had no picks. He picked up a lot of. I think he what his at least he had a strategy. He's picked up a lot of handcuffs. He did which a good, is smart. yeah, he did a good strategy. And then Damian Harris, he picked in the sixth round. That was that one. That one got me. Yeah, you can't do that. That was you can't you do know, that. I I get the camp hype and I get you know you know he's an East Coast guy so he's maybe maybe he's locked in a little bit more over there or something. But man, that was that would seem like a little bit of a stretch to me. Yep, I'm with you on that. What else you want to talk about, man? Like, what was the what was the most shocking? That I mean, Damian Harris in the sixth was. Pretty tough. But, like, what was the most shocking to you in our draft? Because, I mean, every year there's some boneheaded stuff that's went on. Um, but you name one and I'll name one. Uh, let, me, let me think here. I mean, there wasn't, like, anything. Like, I think that Damian Harris was the, the biggest reach that we saw. Yeah. But the only one that the hype train, I guess, is still going. I thought it would stop a little bit was Clyde Edwards Hilaire went at the fifth overall pick. Crazy. Uh, that's the highest I've seen him go. And apparently, I mean, the, you know, some podcasts and mock drafts from the experts been doing this week and whatnot. You know, he's he's right up there at the fifth, sixth, fourth pick and whatnot. And now with this Kamara news, I mean, we could see Clyde Edwards Hilaire being the fourth pick in some drafts. If you're picking Clyde Ed- Edwards, if he breaks out, he breaks out. But I'm saying if you pick him above Zeke Elliott, I, there, I'm having such a big issue with that shit. That shit bothers me more than anything. That's too early. That's too. Early. It's got. It's got to be C Mac, Barkley, Zeke at one, two, three, and you can put them what you put them whatever order you really want. I mean, C Mac's got to go one. Yeah, but Cook. I mean. A guy that's not proven is tough. Like you, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you thought guaranteed that Barkley was going to be a stud his rookie season. It's still risky as fuck. I mean, they're still learning. They're still bad games. They still have bad games as a rookie running back. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's the top offense. You you know, you want a piece of it. This You know, I mean, the guy didn't have a second-round pick as well, so his reasoning was he was just going big. Uh-huh. I don't know. Hey, We'll see how it go works. Go for it. It's, you know. At the time, it seemed a lot crazier than when you look at it now. But it's still, it's still the earliest I've seen him go, and I don't know now with this Camaro news. Like I said, it might not be the highest we see him. He could go no two, three, four overall. It's insane. Which, I mean, I guess the mentality of it, like I have one pick in the. It doesn't have to hit, but at least that I, I guess he could be running back one overall and could win you the league, but. I don't see it. I mean, mm, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be a four hundred touch running back in my eyes, yes, and that's what so, that's what RB one is gonna be. He's gonna be up almost almost four hundred or at four hundred touches usually around. Yeah. There. Um. Let me see one shocking thing, and then we'll we'll get off the draft. Um. I want this J the J K Dobbins pick is kind of it was a little early. J.K. Dobbins was pretty high. Five eleven, he went. People are drafting these guys like it's a dan- dynasty league, dude. And, and I can't pick a guy in a clustered backfield. I'm not picking Antonio Gibson because of hype. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I'm not picking these guys who have six running backs that could start on their roster. And it's crazy to me. Like if you're not a bona fide running back one, that's what's hard for me even Chubb because you do have Hunt there. So. My, if it's hard for me to pick these guys that there's another running back that is just as good on the roster. If Mark Ingram is, if not is, is better, obviously he's a veteran. He knows the system is mm-hmm. better than J.K. Dobbins. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that was a little early in my eyes as well. You know, I thought I might have a shot on him at one of my six round picks, and then he went he went before I even got to my first six round pick. So it was tough to see him go. Um, That's all right. 
I don't know. It's just a big clusterfuck on some of these teams, but it's fun. It makes it enjoyable. So Tua got drafted in 13th round, which is also weird. Like, yeah, it's 13th round, whatever, but, I mean, he's a backup quarterback, so. Yeah, why even have him on your roster? Like, why is he getting drafted? But, you know, it's the same dude that drafted Corey Davis, so I guess we can throw that one out the window, huh? I mean, that's just, yeah, that's just where the cookie crumbles sometimes. Not, not many other, uh, you know, crazy stuff, you know, just looking at the the board here pretty much. Darius Slayton, you know, he got a lot of hype. He had a good rookie year, and, I mean, it's a crowded wide receiver room in New York there with the Giants, but he fell all the way to the 15th round, which I thought was a little kind of late for him. Just yeah, being is. as much hype that he got and could be the wide receiver one there with, you know, Tate getting a little older and Sterling Shepard. Always seems to be hurt or dealing with some type of injury. Yep. So that was a that was a nice steal by the Road Warriors there in the fifteenth round. I'm not mad at that. There's a lot of steals. A lot of people like had their guys, and a lot of people's guys fell to him, which is more power to it. But I mean, our report cards we had, I mean, multiple D's, a lot of C's, and then only a couple few A's and A minuses, and we are both those guys. And I just appreciate that this podcast. We get to vent, we get to show our strategy, and it just pays out in Yahoo report cards. And I think that's why we are going to win the league this year. I think it's going to be great. That's what it's really about, just getting that A- minus on your report card. You're not the teacher's pet. They got the A+, plus, you know, saved by the bell. You're not the, the dress dude getting the A, you know, because you gave up your season. You know, we're sitting at the A-, minus, nice and cool, you know, yep. fly under the radar. It's that's what you want to be. Yes, you want to be A- minus student. You know, yeah, you don't want to stand. You don't want to stand out. You just want to fly on the radar, do your work, get the job done, and win championships. No doubt, no doubt. All right, everybody else, you want to talk about anything else, man? This is a short one. I got to get going. I got some shit I got to do. We will be talking a lot more. There's news ahead. We are like what two weeks away? Uh two weeks from this Thursday, I believe. Or it's one almost week. season one week from um, this Thursday. I already got red zone hooked up. We're going to be good. I think I'm going to have like three games on red zone with the season, oh, but it's man. all right. The schedules are brutal. I was looking. The four o'clock games, there's like three or four. I think four, like one time in the first like eight weeks. Otherwise, it's like three games or two games at four o'clock. Damn, Scott Hansen is going to be bored. It's like, what are you guys doing, NFL? Like, split it up a little bit. Come on. Champ of the chump, man. We did our draft, baby. We A-minuses out here, folks. A-minus. We're doing it. Squad up. All right, boy. I'm excited. Yes, Let's get this season going, man. We got then we can be talking all damn day about this shit. Yes, I can't sir. wait. So close, so close. But we'll catch y'all in the next one. All right, folks. Peace. Peace.